Hallelujah. Let's open our Bibles to Ecclesiastes chapter 8 and the fourth verse. Ecclesiastes chapter 8 and the fourth verse. Where the word of a king is, there is power. And who may say to him, what are you doing? Amen. Praise the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The Bible says the word of the king has got power. Amen. The word of the king has got power. Hallelujah. How many of you know Jesus is the king of kings and the Lord of lords? Amen. And there is power in his word. The word of the king has got power. When you hear the word of God, it has got power. Hallelujah. It has got power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Word may, hallelujah, heaven may go, earth will pass away, but my word remains forever. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. His word has got power. You ask you, ask me why am I preaching on a Sunday? Because his word has got power. Amen. Hallelujah. Stadram. You just heard Pastor Joe speaking. Why should you go and preach to somebody else? Your word has got power. Ah, come on. A Samaritan woman, just seconds after she got saved, went and preached and the entire city was saved. The word has got power. You are called to bring a city to the Lord. But forget about a city. Your first, 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 Automatic reaction is to get another person in. See, when we fail in the exam, the first thing that we think is, who else have failed? Praise the Lord. The first thing when you know that you become a winner is to bring, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Go after, hallelujah, somebody and say, I want you also to be a winner. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Otherwise, we are selfish people. Amen. The word of king has got power. At least... One saved person should bring another saved person. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We need company. Praise the Lord. Philip got saved. He brought a Nathaniel to the Lord. Andrew got saved. He brought his brother Peter to the Lord. Come on church. Hallelujah. Your word has got power. If you are a church, you should go. And the Bible declares in 2 Timothy 4 and 5, do the work of an evangelist. What is the work of an evangelist? Bringing people to the cross. Go and preach. This is a season to preach. Oh, hallelujah. Noah got saved. He preached. Bible says eight souls were saved. Amen. That was in the Old Testament. Peter preached. 3,000 people got saved. Come on. I am not saying about eight. I am not speaking about the old or the new. I am just telling. Go for one soul. Preach. Noah went after souls. He got a ship free. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. You didn't hear that. Hallelujah. So many people are coming for ship. Jonah went for a ship. He got a whale free. Praise the Lord. You go after souls. You will get a ship free. When you seek in his kingdom first, all the ships and the cars and the promotions that you need, hallelujah, will come free. Oh, come on. Come on. Praise the Lord. Come on, church. You, 
you get problems free if you go after things you get problems free with it burdens free with it cares free with it the word of the king has got power nienda cheyandada go after souls look at two people and say go after souls hallelujah praise the lord stephen only preached one sermon but paul was saved one paul wrote 3/4 of the new testament praise the lord hallelujah amen the bible says a paul got saved and he did not go to a bible college he immediately started preaching praise the lord let me tell you when you are saved and you have experienced and tasted the lord is good you cannot help it you don't need a pulpit to preach wherever you go whichever city that you are in hallelujah praise the lord you will know that i'm called to preach the work of the evangelist and the work work of an evangelist and to be an evangelist is two different things my pa- father is an evangelist he has the ministry the gift of an evangelist he can preach he can get up hallelujah and preach he has got an office of an evangelist his permanent and his fixed call is to preach and bring people to the cross you might not be in an office but you are every born again christian 2 corinthians chapter 5 and the 18th verse says have been given the ministry of reconciliation you have a ministry oh come on look at somebody and say you have a ministry you have a ministry it is to reconcile people to god God has already reconciled through Jesus Christ the entire world but somebody needs to tell the world hey Jesus died on the cross hey the blood has been shed hey there is forgiveness through the blood of Jesus Christ one hooker a prostitute in London was sitting inside the pub and a man of God preached the word of the living God she was the one of the largest hookers or the prostitutes who was running a prostitute company in Italy The moment she gave her 5 minutes or 10 minutes to the Lord she felt the cleansing of the blood of Jesus Christ flowing through her veins the moment she felt she was cleansed she went back to Italy hallelujah closed her prostitute shops and said I want the people who are working for me to be cleansed through the blood of Jesus Christ let me tell you you know the reason why you are not able to preach is because you don't know that you are forgiven You don't know that you are cleansed. You don't understand the power of the blood. We are living a powerless Christianity because we don't know the power of the blood of Jesus. Anybody Bible says to the woman who had seven demons and the Bible says she came to Jesus and Simon who invited Jesus said, "Don't you know what manner of woman she is?" And Jesus spoke a small parable and said, "There were two creditors. One was forgiven little bit, 100 rupees, and one was forgiven 10 million dollars who will love more the by the, the, the simon the pharisee said the one who is forgiven more are 1 million that you cancel that person will more and the lord said something the one who is forgiven more will love the lord more come on church this morning the that does that mean go back and sin and sin to understand forgiveness no the one who has understood the forgiveness of the lord more will love the lord more Come on church this morning 
you have to ask the Lord they extend the forgiveness that God has extended hallelujah Bible says his mercies triumph over judgment let me tell you if it was not for his mercy that cancer would have killed you that heart attack would have killed you that skin diseases would have killed you ah, your hallelujah unfaithfulness would have killed you your flirting you would have killed you it was not for the forgiveness of God hallelujah your gossip would have killed you hallelujah praise the Lord if it was not for the mercy of God, if you were under the old covenant, you speaking against the man of God would have killed you. Oh, come on. If it was not for the mercy of God, you see the extender of the mercy of God. Hallelujah. If God has given you mercy, if God has reconciled to the Father through the blood of Jesus Christ, it is your responsibility to take this ministry of reconciliation to the city, preach the word of God at least to one person. Hallelujah. On a daily basis. Praise the Lord. If you can't say, I can't pastor, then you have not still understood the power of God's forgiveness. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The one who has forgiven more will love more. The word of God's, the Bible says the king's word has got power. Hallelujah. You speak the word to the king, it has got power. If a political leader says that there's going to be a war, his word says authority to bring it to pass. If Trump has a number, if he press it, the World War III can happen right now. That is the power of President Trump. Similarly, if the leader of the nation said there is going to be a peace with the nation, it will happen because there is authority in the words of a leader. Hallelujah. Your words have either bring peace or war. If you are carrying the words of Jesus, there is peace. There is reconciliation. There is salvation. There is power. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You can tell people, Hallelujah, Pastor does not have to say, Your word can say, Go through the waters of baptism. If you are really a Christian, your person will go through the waters of baptism. You will be convicted. It is your words. Your words has got power. The devil wants you to hide, Hallelujah, in the religious setup. You know why? Because you come out, your words have got power. There devil wants you to hide in the tradition in the religion in the hallelujah praise the lord of of that is trying to hide hallelujah is because if you are hiding your words will not come out but this morning i command everybody who is hiding in the holes everybody who is hiding in the religion everybody who is hiding in their traditional churches everybody who is hiding in the religious circles i come against it in the name of the lord i command the spirit of light to be broken in the name of jesus Go after the souls. My father went after the souls. His ship was blessed. He got a ship. By the grace of God, I'm carrying it. My ship is blessed. And I'm not going to give your my ship to you. It's a blessed ship. I gave my life for it. Have your own ship. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Go after the soul. I just came last night with my third child, my daughter, back home. I came at night. Praise God for her. Hallelujah. How many of you prayed for her? Thank you. Thank you. A big thank you. Praise God. Hallelujah. I thought I'll skip this Sunday. Pray well and come next Sunday. But the Lord did not allow me to sleep a wink. I did not sleep the entire night. The Lord said, do you love me more than her? I said, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. You have to go. When you have received this love, you cannot expect. Now there are people who says, you speak about God's love, speak about God's love, speak about God's love. It's not about your love. The Bible doesn't say that. 
the Bible says we love him because first he loved us. Bible tells us to love him. But the way that you love him is experiencing the love of Jesus first. Come on. If you have loved Jesus, you will love him. If you have loved Jesus, let me tell you, everyone who doesn't love Jesus and tells that you love your wife is a liar. Everybody who doesn't love Jesus and tells you love your children is a double liar. Everyone who says that you love Jesus, don't love Jesus and say I love the church, can never do it. The more that you experience His love and the more that you love Him, only then you really, 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 really get addicted to your husbands and to your wives and to your church and to their work and to their vision. You get addicted to Jesus, you get addicted to God's people. You get addicted to your family. You get addicted to everything God has called you to do. Your word has got power. When you experience His love, your word, everybody say, my word, it can bring peace or it can bring war. It can curse or it can be blessed. How many of you came here, just blessed your wife and came here? God bless you. Your words have the power to destroy relationships or build them. Your words have the power to keep you in bondage or set you free. God's word has the power to heal or to restore, to give hope or to life, redeem. John chapter 1 verses 1 to 4 says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Do you know that you are close to Jesus? You are close to God's word. This is Jesus. Bible says, if you cling to him, he will deliver you. If you cling to this word, there is deliverance. Your life is jumping from one page of deliverance to another page of deliverance to another part. Come on church this morning. Some of you, I can see it in my spirit, jumping from one page of the deliverance of God. Come on now. Come on now. Some of you are in your 5th chapter. Some of you are in your 10th chapter. Some of you are in your 11th chapter. But if you keep close to the word of the living God, you jump from chapter to chapter. Some of us are jumping from problem to problem, discouragement to discouragement, misery to misery, burden to burden, hurt to hurt. Come on, we are not getting close to Jesus. We are not understanding how much He loves us. Hallelujah. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made. In Him was life and the light was the light of all mankind. Words can create and transform you. In the Bible, there's a theological statement in the Bible. It's called the principle of first mention. First mention. Everybody say first mention. It means that there is a truth and a pattern in that first mention throughout the Bible. If you understand the first mention, there is a pattern that the Lord does things through that first mention. For example, what was the first word God spoke? You just heard pastor speaking. Let there be light. Amen. I told you, the word of the king has got power. What did he say? Let there be light. Praise God. If you say, let there be. Say, let there be joy. Let there be peace. Let there be fruitfulness. Let there be ministry. Let there be love. Let there be joy. Let there be long life. Let there be revival. Let there be restoration. Let there be families. Let there be children. Ah, come on, come on. There, I, I, oh, some of you are not taking it. I feel that children, children. Some of you really take it. Let there be children in this house. Psalm 13 says, God 
will bless the barren and make you a joyful mother. Ah, Two promises in one word. One, he takes the barrenness. Second, you will not be a sad mother. If you are a mother, say, I will be a joyful mother. Come on, come on, come on. Say, I will be a joyful mother in Jesus' name. Amen. Let there be. In the Hebrew word, it's translated, let be. Let be. Ipa, let be. What do you need this morning? Open your mouth and say, let be. Let be. Oh, come on. Let be. Oh, you don't want it, isn't it? Praise God. I want to announce a good news. I'm not going to, like pastor said, I'm not going to pray for anybody today. So better you say, let be and go. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. I have three children now. I don't have time. You say, let be. Let be. Let be. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you want it, say, let be. Hallelujah. It's a creative word. It's not a suggestion. It's a creative word. It's not, it's not a thought. It's a direct order. Amen. That's why Jesus, throughout his Bible, he followed the same pattern. Hallelujah. It's a creative word. It brings to existence that which is not there. It's not a commentary. It's not a complaint. It is saying the king's word has got power. In your family life, you have the power. In our church, you have the power. Come on. It's not the pastor. It's you. Praise the Lord. Come on, church. Look at this church and said, every nook and corner of this church will be filled with souls. Look at somebody. Say it. It's, it's in your mouth. It's in your mouth. It's in your mouth. You exercise authority through your mouth. Look at your family by faith. Every member of my household shall be saved. Come on. Come on. If you say it, he will do it. Hallelujah. For example, if dog calls a cat, dog, if God calls a dog cat, it's a cat. Praise God. Because there's power in God's word to create. Hallelujah. In the same way, God said he will make you the head and not the tail. It's a command. You will be the head. Say, I will be the head and not the tail. It's a command. Hallelujah. If you look at your wife and say she's beautiful, she'll be beautiful all the days of your life. Come on. Ah, come on. If you look at somebody else's wife and say beautiful, gone for you. She will become beautiful for her husband. Your wife still looks ugly. Come on. Come on. Don't waste your time looking at WhatsApp and making Aishirai Rai. She's so pretty. She's so pretty. She's so pretty. That, her, that is her husband's job. You tell your wife, you are so pretty. You are so pretty. Oh, come on, church. Praise God. Now, some of you have not married. At least look at yourself and say, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Hallelujah. Look at somebody and say, you're pretty. At least. If they don't have the faith, let them be pretty. Praise God. Let them be handsome. Let them be smart. Let them look good. Let them look young. Oh, come on. Bible says you shall be still fruitful in your old age. Even while you're old, you will still look young. Look at the life of Abraham. God looked at Abraham and said he became a father of many nations at the age of 99. When Abraham did not have any children, God said you will become a father. Come on. Look at the faith of God. Look at the, at the age of 99, Abraham was able to see the fulfillment of the promise of God. If so, I don't care how old you are and how delayed your promise have come. But if you would open your mouth and speak, it is the same God who turned an Abraham into a father of many nations at the age of 99. Is true to his word. This morning, your promise will not delay anymore. Your promise will not delay anymore. Oh brother, let there be a strength in your hallelujah, praise God. You are never too old for a blessing. Look at somebody and say, brother, sister, you're never too old for a blessing. 
So fruitful and multiply. Amen. Let there be what was man's first words in Genesis 2 and the 23rd was. Let somebody read it for me. Genesis 2 and the 23rd was. What was man's first words? And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. That's enough. This is now. Come on. The first word of man was now. My promise is now. Ah, come on. Now. Hallelujah. Oh, your promise is now. Oh, come on. Say now. Now. Now I'm healed. Now I'm delivered. Now my family member is saved. Now. At this point, now. Adam woke from his sleep. When he was blissfully ignorant of all that God has done. He was asleep. On seeing him for the first time. He could have looked at her amazement and said, Wow. He would have said, How did it happen? But he said, Wow. Wow. What I thought was only a dream came to reality. Mm, my God. The Lord told me this morning, Whatever that you thought were only dreams will come to reality. Ah. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, I feel a supernatural release. Hallelujah, hallelujah. desires you thought will be only in your dream book will come to reality and will stand in front of you with Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. How many of you believe that? Oh, come on. We have to follow Adam's example and declare that everything God speaks into our lives will happen now. Now you are an evangelist. Tomorrow you go preach to anybody. That person is going to come to Jesus. Right now, I declare it over your life. Yeah, 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 yeah. I release an impartation of power in your mouth. Let there be a fire in your mouth. The word as fire in your bones. Say, yeah, yeah. Yes, let there be a fire. Hallelujah. Praise God. How many of you believe that this morning? Look at Exodus 16. The children of Israel was journeying to the promised land, cried out to the Lord. And he showed the manna on a daily basis. What they should have asked was, when they received it, they said, what is this? What is this? Instead, they should have said, this is mine. Come on. Some of you are, God is releasing a words of blessing as a, what is this pastor? What is this? That's why it's far away from you. You said, it is mine. It is mine. It is mine. Oh, godly marriage is mine. Oh, godly ministry is mine. Ah, multiplication is mine. Addition is mine. Come on, say it somebody. Let it penetrate and let it stir it up. Let it be released. Come on. Financial blessing is mine. Come on. Good relationships are mine. Because the Israelis did not say it is theirs. They saw scorpions. They saw snakes. They saw waterless desert. They saw the 11 journeys become 40 years. Same Christ. Same self-pity. Same complaints. Same stubbornness. Same rejection. Same resisting. They restricted the law. If you don't keep saying it, I'm the righteousness of God. If you don't keep saying I'm the child of God. If you don't say I'm forgiven by God. If you don't say I'm a promise, have with God, go have with Christ. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. Psalm 71, the psalmist prayed a beautiful prayer. Deliver me in thy righteousness, O Lord. You know so many of you not opening your mouth 
because you yeah, pastor i've not prayed i've not prepared i've not i've not fasted i've i've not i've not in a in a position god positioned you 2000 years ago just receive it and you release your word not in your righteousness in thy his righteousness come on come on nee needigarnu ayondal avan ninne needigarichonda ninakku vilichu aitedukam praise the lord deliver me in thy righteousness when you say that that righteousness power of righteousness break the powers of the enemy across your life bible says no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper yeah no sin that is formed against you shall prosper no no death that is formed against you. yeah 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 nothing formed because why i am the righteousness of god don't question the lord this morning when you say it's mine you're saying it's ownership there is ownership when you claim the word of god no matter what your circumstances today when you claim it there is ownership come on come on come on if you don't claim it that disease will come back if you don't claim your healing that problem will come back step outside devil catch you don't be distracted this morning if you don't want the devil to catch you on the wrong foot claim it don't call me and say pastor pray intercede this problem has come you know why because when there is church these people won't come to church when there is meeting they sit at home they pray for a blessing god bless them with a child then they don't come by the child has taken the place of god your blessing should not substitute the presence of god i can understand the mothers will have to sit at home fathers come to church at least one person in your family come to church because when the anointing moves you don't claim it and because you don't claim it the devil will find you the devil cannot find the one who claims it the devil will not find the one who claims it the devil will not find the one who has the word come on church this morning don't allow one word to fall into the ground don't take one word hello what you need hold your being rather take the word and be later <laughs> come on church this morning you missed one scene of the movie you will not understand the second scene every word is connected come on what did the devil's first words genesis 3:1 says has god indeed said even today the devil is trying to make you doubt what god has promised you has god really said did god really said only through jesus there is salvation has god only through said baptized through the waters of baptism and you shall be saved the one who has got the word and the promise will not respond to the devil ah oh, i want to tell you something job was tested by the devil from second chapter to 41st chapter but job never mentioned the word devil oh come on come on this morning church how he was tested to the core but there was so much a word that is inside of his mouth he went through madness he went through the uttermost pain but he said my redeemer liveth ah oh, come on come on come on has the lord said did the lord said the tumor will leave your body did the lord said that mora will not come come on church itrayam vaagdanangal thannatta nee rogam vannu marikkuvennu parayna pishashane nee vishwasikkaradu since he has given all things pastor said that pertains to godliness don't believe the devil amen i'm going to finish with this what was the first word mentioned in the church of christ acts chapter 2 and the 15 the bible says these people are not drunk as you suppose it's only 9 in the morning that was the first word that was spoken about the church these people are not drunk what would we learn from that number 1 a christian life is a life of intoxication not the intoxication of alcohol but the intoxication of the holy spirit these people were looked naturally they looked drunk 
they were not drunk with the wine of the world but the wine of the spirit come on come on hallelujah hallelujah whatever that you need to do we need to be intoxicated intoxicated coming to church come on intoxicated i pray i release an intoxication to go and preach to different souls of different communities come on there be intoxication come on which means you can't go without it oru peggillada pattathilla ma yeah oh i cannot hallelujah finish a day without speaking to somebody about christ so come on church if you want a good business intoxication intoxicated with the work of god with the business that you do excited hallelujah number 2 when people visit a liquor shop beverages they carry themselves in such an order and discipline how many of you seen that how many of you done that lift your hands some of you are lying <laughs> just, uh, that's okay <laughs> praise god when you are intoxicated with the wine of the holy spirit you maintain a perfect line with of humility and meekness isn't it that's not what i'm trying to tell you once you are you see people when they are drunk suddenly the order everything changes oh. once they are suddenly the line order everything changes everything becomes orderless when the spirit of god began to move you start shouting and praying and jumping and praise god hallelujah glory to god there's something that happens amen everything changes including their walk their talk their voice it is the same way as a christian when you're intoxicated by the spirit your walk will change your talk will change your thoughts will change your voice will change come on your coward is voice of fear will go and a victorious voice of shout will come oh come on now church is not a place to stand quietly your life should have order but church is not a place no when you're intoxicated with the wine comes there's clapping there is shouting there is praising you forget about yourself come on you forget about yourself have you worship forgetting about yourself the day that you praise and worship forgetting about yourself god will show forth come on i'm telling you i'm telling you i'm telling you number 3 1 john 3:19 says the drunkards will only keep company with other drunkards amen 1 john 2:19 the bible says they went out from us but they were not of us for if they had been of us they would no doubt have continued with us they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not from us when you are filled with the holy spirit there is a company that you keep you keep your company with other drunkards who are filled with the same wine you don't mix with the world if you mix with the world the bible says you will engage in destroying your life and other people's life it's up to you you will even want to leave church you will get wrong counsel watch the company that you keep never spoil the name of your church by the company that you keep an intoxicated person is never anxious about their future they never afraid to face their tomorrow as christians we should drink quality wine a wine of high standard come on church come on church that we will not be to the point that you will not be anxious about tomorrow how many of you want to drink to the point that you're not anxious about tomorrow no oh, come on come on come on hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord blessed be the name of jesus in god's presence there's abundance as much as you want amen any growing church something with god will test is how far you can stretch the worship because you need to be so filled so filled abundance is flowing should i stop it's up to you you want me to stop stop yeah only a few people listen rest of them want to stop that's the problem you're not walking in abundance 
Some people get intoxicated with liquor, sleep very late. Similarly, a Christian will get intoxicated by the Holy Spirit, sleep late. Why? Lingering in the presence of God. There are few people who are permitted to consume alcohol who, while they are on duty, for example, a doctor performing a postmortem or a grave digger, they are allowed to taste wine, drink wine. Why? This is because it will give them a bit of courage to do the task ahead of them as they have to deal with dead bodies. Oh, similarly, some of us need to be intoxicated and anointed with new wine because we have to do something for the Lord. It might be stinking. It might be in stinking places. Come on. But if you have the wine of God, you can do it with boldness. Come on. Judas had a stinking smell of betraying Jesus coming from his mouth. But Jesus hugged him. Come on. Come on. Sometimes, hallelujah, you have to love your enemies. You have to take, you need to have some wine. Come on. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of you say, my business is hard. Some of you say, pastor, I'm finding it difficult to make money. Success is hard for me. What is the way to do it? Drink more wine. Drink more wine. If you don't have a house, drink more wine. If you want a financial breakthrough, drink more wine. Come on. If you want a miracle breakthrough, drink more wine. Come on. Come into the presence of God. Come on. Oh, you don't want it. You want pastor to pray. Come on. That is just a thought. It's not going to happen. You have to come into the presence of God. Get addicted, intoxicated. Don't come to me. Don't come to me. Don't come to me. Even if you don't come to church next week, I want to tell you, till you're intoxicated with wine, you will not see that miracle house. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is not by might. It is not by power, but by my spirit, say the Lord. You are not intoxicated with wine. Your family can't be saved, my brother. It is the truth. You take it today. It is the truth. It is the truth. Even if you live, it is the truth. Consuming liquor will lead you to sin. But if you drink to the wine of the spirit, it will lead you to holiness. Be drunk and intoxicated in the spirit. A drunkard does not behave normally. He does not do what people would ordinarily do. When a spiritual person is drunk, he will not do like an ordinary person. He will walk on the water. He will walk on the miracles. He will walk over the cancer. He will walk over the heart disease. He will walk over the generational curses. He will walk over every impossibilities of life. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Come on church this morning. Come on church this morning. Oh, you don't, you don't, you want to, you want to understand. I break that talus. Oh. Ha! Don't be silly. Don't be silly. You need to be intoxicated with wine to walk in your miracles. Hosea 7, 11 says, Ephraim, don't be like a silly dove. Don't be silly. Praise the Lord. You're doubly fruitful, brother. If you will walk in that wine, you'll be doubly fruitful, brother. Restrictions are going to break, brother. Pastor said, when he was a drug addict, he hardly could put the fork and the spoon and take a spoon of porridge into his mouth his hands would shake but when the wine came upon his life he used the phone and as far God took him to White House to sit in front of President Obama and hallelujah praise God the hands that shook took the fork and the spoon and would hallelujah praise God declare the word of the Lord hallelujah even in the highest places of authority when new wine comes God will take you to the highest places of authority highest places of power highest place of success oh, come on somebody 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 keep silent and you will sit on that chair all the days of your life you don't like it don't come here but that's the truth you will sit in that chair for the rest of your life 
But if you say amen, if you lift your hands, if you shout, come on. I'm telling you, a drunkard's wife usually complains that the drunkard squanders all his money. When a person full of wine, he doesn't squander, he gives his money for the work of God and be blessed. You know the success of my blessing, whether you like it or not. I give more. I give more than I can. That's all. It's a simple thing. I give more than my mind says I can. That's all. That's all. I give more than my mind says I can. This morning, I'm through. Your word has got power. The first words of the church was, there was wine in them. If you are tired, if you are feeling discouraged, my brother, fresh wine, fresh wine, touch your body, touch your spirit, touch your soul. Your life is about to change. Your walk is about to change. Your testimony is about to change. The Lord is showing me in the spirit some disturbances. Oh, visiting you at night is leaving your life. Oh, Some disturbances coming against your marriage, leaving this morning. Receive. You see, girls, receive it. Oh, disturbances affecting your job and business leave. Fresh wine of the Spirit of God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. There are disturbances occurring, occurring in the families. Occurring. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we give you praise. There is a spirit. Praise God. This church is going to explode. You are going to explode. questioning spirits in a man. There is victory this morning. We give you praise. We give you glory. Every restrictions are going to leave this morning. Oh, If you believe it this morning, lift your voices, stand up in your places, declare your breakthrough, declare your miracle. Hallelujah. The restrictions are breaking this morning.